Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. We're live. live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Workflow Wednesday, yet another episode in this series uh, very much about workflow and more specifically efficient workflow. I'm here with Haley Gaffin and uh, Heather Smith. How are you guys today? Hey, good. Doing well, enjoying good. some cooler weather. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, ish, right? I mean, the humidity ish. right now is kind of crazy. So for those of you not familiar, all of us are in the Chattanooga area, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, it did start to cool off there nicely, and then it kind of bumped back up. The temperatures bumped back up, and the humidity went crazy, and yeah. the mosquitoes yeah. have been yes. going crazy, too. Yeah, it, it, has, it has not been a pleasure living in Chattanooga. I mean, like, like <laughs> it's either, it's either uh, like, like now that it's getting cooler, and we can actually go outside, the mosquitoes are, like, literally swarming. And and, and, and it first happened to me this Sunday. Uh, I was shooting a wedding. We are doing like, these sunset shots, and literally just like swarms it's not like just oh you see what no it was and and uh, the bride and groom they were just over it i could not get mm-hmm. my shot yeah. and and so we just had to get, had to get out of there and i was telling the venue owner i was like y'all might need to spray up there and then like the next day i went to do an engagement session at renaissance park and then again we, the very same thing and then i did another one uh the next day uh in a, a completely different place nowhere close to water and we had to literally sh- i had to shut down Three sessions early because of mosquitoes. It's insane. I've never wow. heard all the photographers in the area talking about it all at the same time like this. It's like yeah. A, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think I actually I think there may have been some eggs laid inside of our car um, because I'm what? getting in my, yeah seriously I'm getting in my car and there are mosquitoes and the other day it was quite a large one too. But oh. I know this is a very random point of conversation yes. for those of you <laughs> just listening in. Um, Ren says hi. Ren? Hey Ren, hey, how Ren. are you? Good to see you. And for everybody watching, um, please don't hesitate to comment, chime in, ask questions, comment on whatever the topic is at hand. We are going to dig back into the topic of networking today. Uh, and more specifically, kind of the methodology, the approach to networking and, and efficient networking at that. Um, so we're going to get to that here in just a second. Very briefly, I just want to make sure that I enter everybody here involved. So I'm going to start with Haley this time. Um, Haley, say hello. And I'm going to pop your your website up here on the screen for everybody listening in um, and watching. Uh, HaleyGaffin.com. Tell us just briefly about yourself, Haley. Yeah, I'm a photographer and marketer in Chattanooga, working mostly with small businesses. Oh, perfect. I, you've really dialed in your brand position. Oh, I got a soundbite. That is nicely done. For all of those listening in, um, especially those that normally listen to the podcast portion of this, we're, we're on Facebook Live right now at facebook.com slash photogsedit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. And then this also goes out to our podcast, Boca Podcast, B-O-K-E-H podcast.com uh, later today. And uh, we talk a lot about this idea of a brand position and more specifically how to really dial it in so that you can communicate it as succinctly and precisely as Haley just did. So uh, for those of you listening in, that is a beautiful example of a very clear brand position. So thanks for sharing that Haley. And then Rich and Heather, tell us about you guys real quick. I'm going to pop your uh, website up here on the screen as well. Well, now I feel like it's a competition, I and I think Haley <laughs> wins because she has the gift of being concise. And- we're, we're entrepreneurs from Sunday <laughs> Boom! Go listen to Bonnie Bakhtiari's episode. That was, okay. I okay. mean, she like describes it so well and okay. basically sets you up to be able to say it very concisely. Hmm. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is an interesting point of conversation. We're going to continue to have it too um, at the Boca Podcast. And Rich and Heather, I mean, we've already had you guys on a couple of times. I think it's about time we bring you back again. So we need to do that soon. Um, It'd be hard to come up with a topic to cover that we don't already cover on Workflow Wednesdays, you know? It's it's true. As much as this is about workflow specifically, uh, we do tend to kind of branch out a little bit here and there. Uh, and we have covered the gamut of topics as well. Uh, but to that 
to that very point, though, as far as topic, um, we started a series last week on the idea or the concept of networking. And, and of course, it's a given that we all need to be networking, develop relationships, but um, it doesn't hurt to continue to get into that topic. And it looks like we are frozen up a little bit. Everybody there? I'm, I'm here. Nate, yeah. Haley's great. Mm-hmm. Can still see me okay? Yeah, you're yeah, 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 yeah. You're going a little, but now, now you now you sound great. You're sound great. All right, perfect. All right, so we're we're back again. But um, we started this topic of networking last week, and uh, as I was saying, it's it's a kind of a given that we need to be spending time networking to develop our business. Although I will say, as a as a caveat, maybe we can dig into this a little bit more today too. I think a lot of photographers end up doing a lot of busy work behind the computer screen versus actually getting out and networking creating and developing relationships in person. And so last week, we talked a little bit about the philosophy behind this idea of networking. Today, we're going to talk more specifically about the workflow, the methodology, if you will, and more specifically, um, how to go about that process efficiently as possible. We're still talking about relationships, so maybe there's only so many corners that we can cut or that we want to cut for that matter. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about the methodology today. So um, let's just actually jump right into it. I think we've done a, a lot better job the last few weeks of just being more concise and getting right right to the topic. Let's do it. Let's yeah, m- mosquito conversation aside. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very important, though. Very important. That, see, that's a, yeah, you know, we had to give the warning out. We got, you know, listen to us. Just don't come to Chattanooga yet. Yet. Not know, yet. But, Yes. Give it about a month and it'll probably cool down. And then this is a place that you want to hang out, especially outdoors. I mean, it's, oh it's gosh, really yes. turned into such an amazing, amazing city in the last few years. So, yeah. um, all right. So let's just, let's just jump into it. And oh, um, Rich and Heather, we're going to, we're going to actually go to you guys today first. We'll mix it up, add a little bit of variety <laughs> here. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about, about networking and maybe you can share with our listeners and our viewers two or three of kind of the big ideas that drive the way that you go about networking, more specifically networking in person. Um, and I know I said this last week, but I have to give kudos to you guys and, and Rich in particular. I know Rich spends a lot more time out um, mm-hmm. while, while Heather is kind of managing uh, the details at home. But um, this, the fact that you prioritize relationships in person uh, I think is admirable, especially in this day and age of being stuck behind our phones or being stuck behind a computer screen. Talk to us a little bit about your approach to that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I should have Heather go out more than me because I mean, come on, look at her. She, I mean, like, <laughs> she, she's she's so much uh, cooler and um, more relatable than I am. I mean, so uh, I mean, like seriously, I mean, like uh, um, a lot of times, um, I, I sometimes I feel that. Uh, when I go talk to a wedding planner and uh, and she's a mom and and uh, she has all this stuff that Heather could probably talk to and can relate to, like have this common ground. Um, uh, I, I can't I, I, mean, I can't relate on, on certain levels um, to to certain uh, wedding wedding um, mm. uh, you know. So uh, you need to step it up. You need to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, about uh, several um, wedding planners we we'll we'll just go out to eat with you know like i, I will I, I will establish an initial uh, contact with them we'll work together a few times we'll, we'll kind of build that that relationship then heather and i will, may, uh, would would take her maybe her husband out or 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 who are the wedding planner is um you know but but and, uh, and to that point rich i'll just jump in really quick if you don't mind do you so do you usually tend to kind of work on developing the personal side of that relationship as you're describing after you've met them do you ever take that approach of Hey, here is a list of two or three people that I want to proactively reach out to and begin to to develop a relationship with. It, it usually goes the other way. Um, yeah, I mean, like uh, so far, I haven't needed to do that. Uh, I'm um, simply because I just, I just been in the industry for so long. Most most everybody knows me already. So I mean, like it's not like I'm starting from square one. Mm-hmm. If I was square, starting from square one, I just um, and I and like I had goals of like, hey, I I by the end of this year, I'm going to work with this planner. Um, then yeah, I would do basically what a, a cold approach of like basically just hey, introducing myself, hey, emailing, mm-hmm. calling, whatever I need to do, um, and that I, I mean it, technically it is it's harder to to get in uh, that way. I mean especially the the higher end wedding planners, several several people, everybody wants to get in with them, you know. So uh, so uh, I just yeah the the approach of like hey we um, we happen to be shooting a wedding together. Um, and then I, basically that's a warm approach. Basically I've already worked with her. She kind of already knows who I am. She, and she's, she perhaps have done some research, uh, uh, looked at my, my, my work online, maybe 
you know, I follow, I, I begin to follow her on Instagram. Hopefully she reciprocates and follows me and then looks at my work. There, there, there's all those, those type of things um, that, that, uh, that, that can happen, you know, but, but yeah, normally about, yeah, almost all the time it's, it's like, I've never worked with this person before. I'm shooting a wedding. I reach out, Hey, I'm working with you this Saturday. I cannot wait to meet with you, you know, or like meet with you, work with you. If there's things I can do, whatever this is, this, how can I do to help to make this thing? We work as a team to, you know, and then, and we kind of establish a relationship from there, you know? Okay. So, so that, and you, I think you mentioned that uh, you and Heather both will take them out to eat. You guys go grab dinner for a couple hours. You're beginning this, this relationship, the personal side of this relationship that goes beyond just, Hey, we happen to work together. Um, from that standpoint then, or from that point, I should say, do you, can, what's the next step? Um, are you, are you more proactively keeping in the back of your mind images? Maybe that, that this particular wedding vendor is going to want for their website. Um, as you're photographing a wedding or is that just come, does that just come naturally that you have these images that you can give to them? You build that into their workflow. What's, what's the next yeah. step in the relationship? Yeah. I basically every wedding, um, I will sit down with my client and ask them who, uh, every one of their vendors is. It makes it really easy if they have a wedding planner because the wedding planner will have that list for me. But, but if not, I will, I will contact, um, I, I'll contact my client and they'll ask, Hey, who, where'd you get your, your gown from? Where, who's doing your catering? Who's doing your flowers? Who's doing your DJ? I mean, every every vendor that touches a wedding, if they're a professional, um, then I want to know about it, you know. Um, and so, so um, if it if it is a small um, owned um, like company, it's much much easier because I mean, like if if they got their their gown at bridal uh, uh, Davis Bridal, I, I normally I just don't worry about that because mm-hmm. they they. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're not really interested in networking. They're they're more of a corporate um, corporate um, place, mm-hmm. um, but but um, but yeah, I mean, like uh, I basically start from there. Then I literally contact them. If I've worked with them before, I send a certain email. If I've not worked with them before, I send a different email. Basically, hey, just introduce myself. We're going to be working. We're here. Hey, um, uh, I can't wait to see your cake. Uh, if there's something in particular that you're particularly proud of this wedding, please let me know. I, I, I'll, I'll pay closer attention and get some great photos for you and get some photos to you afterwards, really soon after the wedding, so you can post them on social media so you don't have to worry about getting photos with your iPhone or whatever. whatever. You know, basically, I, I, I am immediately being very proactive and saying, hey, uh, I know who you are. I know you're working at this wedding. Uh, I want to know what you're doing for this wedding that you're proud of. I'm, um, and I'm going to literally put a list of my on my phone to to um, uh, um, a note on my phone to basically um, take photos of this. And it is my I'm doing it specifically for you. And uh, and then we kind of st- establish a relationship through in and through that, you know. Yeah. And this goes back to what we talked a little bit about last week with defining what networking is and hopefully networking is value added. There's a value in a relationship. And so providing that value practically, what does that look like? Well, for Rich, I love this, these template emails that he sends out to vendors before the wedding um, to touch base, introduce himself if they haven't already met. And and then you can go from there and basically providing a service, providing, you know, adding value to the relationship. Mm -hmm. And, And what's cool about that is that you're helping someone on a professional level, but that automatically endears them to you on a personal level, Mm -hmm. you know, because not everybody's taking the time to do these things. And so it's basically just a level of uh, professionalism and you're presenting yourself as someone who knows what you're doing, you know, and that is a, a really beautiful thing for, um, for the vendors, right. you know? Yeah. Even if I've never met them before, it's like, if you are at the wedding, if you spot me, please come up and say hello to me. I want, I want to meet you, you know, like mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to put a face um, to, to your business name. You know, I, I, I want to make this as personal as possible. You know, I can introduce them. I can give them a handshake. Um, you know, if I've worked with them several times and like, and they're excited to see me, I will give them a hug. I mean, like I, I want to progress that, that, um, that uh, to make it as personal as possible because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just want, um, not everyone is as extroverted as, as me. And, uh, and, and so I, mean, I basically use my, um, my natural uh, personality for that. But I mean, as somebody who has a different personality than me might want to take a different approach. I mean, this, is what I, this is what I do and works out really, really great. 
So that's really cool. And, and I have to jump in and comment here. And I, I want to ask you about the, and I know we've touched on this before. I want, I do want to just at least touch briefly on the workflow with delivering those images after the wedding, um, mm-hmm. because this plays into to the workflow as far as developing relationships with these vendors. But mm-hmm. um, I have to comment on one thing, which is, and, and, and ultimately compliment you on the fact that you're proactive in your effort at sending images to vendors. You're actually making that effort up front. There was a, a an article that I saw, I think it was on Petapixel last week that came out. Mm-hmm. And it was, frankly, it was, it was surprisingly, or not surprisingly, I mean, you see this kind of stuff at least from time to time these days, but it was, a, it was an overtly negative uh, mm-hmm. slant on the topic of images for vendors, delivering mm-hmm. images or giving images to vendors. And basically what it was saying um, was that these vendors shouldn't expect, nor do they have the right to expect images from photographers and certainly without expecting to compensate them in some way was the, the, the simple mm-hmm. gist of it. And, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to um, mm-hmm. put words in their mouth, but that was the, that was the simple version. In fact, uh, maybe Haley, we can link to this in the show notes just so those listening in or watching can, can go and see that. But uh, anyway, I, I was honestly, it bothered me um, because it was a very entitled mentality uh, when it comes to relationships. And from the get go, that is going to get in the way of good relationships. Um, and it remind me actually of some of those conversations that we've seen on, on Facebook groups or maybe online forums uh, around the topic of vendor meals, this kind of mm-hmm. entitlement that I should have X mm-hmm. uh, when the reality is we're, we're the hired help. We're there to do a particular job. And this notion that we expect them to provide an experience for us versus the other way around, I think is backwards. But mm-hmm. when it comes to delivering images, uh, my suggestion, and I, and I shared the uh, the article in our our local photographers group. And my suggestion was let's let's flip this on its on its head, if you will, and instead of this reactive mentality, which is if the vendor is nice to me and wants to compensate me um, and give me all the appropriate credit, then I will give them images. Instead of that, this approach, Rich, that you've taken, which is very proactive in nature, which is from the moment that you've got that list of vendors, you're reaching out to them to begin a relationship of sorts. Uh, and then you're going to continue that after the fact by delivering images that, as you pointed out, add value. I think that is so much more proactive an approach. And there's there's always going to be the, you know, the well, for lack of a better word, a jerk who is yeah. going to either take advantage of us, maybe mm-hmm. not give us the credit that we would like or otherwise. But mm-hmm. if you look at the bigger picture, I think that's yeah. going to actually be the smaller percentage of situations. And the majority yeah. of the time, if we're proactive in an effort to reach out and add value to relationships, and this really pretty much holds across the board, uh, yeah. personal or on a professional level, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's going to pay off. Would, would you guys agree with that? Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, I think one of the main complaints with photographers is when they feel the sense of entitlement coming from the vendor uh, from that perspective, like you owe me these images. Like if there's any sense of like uh, maybe like a lack of understanding about how much work is actually involved in not just providing a service for your client who are the ones who have hired us, but also then providing a service for everyone else who's been involved in this wedding day, there are innate challenges in that for sure. And to make it sound like it's easy would be doing a disservice to the conversation, I feel yeah. like. So but, but with at, that said. But at the same time, I, I have a lot of grace. I have, a, I have probably too much grace in that, that sense because I have, I have really worked with so many vendors um, and venue owners. I, I've worked with a couple of venue owners and one of them really comes to mind is like, like she was ultra business-like she she like and then and then and and uh and so when when i first met uh like approached her or uh, the first time i interacted with her she she was almost intimidating to me because she's just she's she doesn't have that person she doesn't have a personality she's not very personal but she's very business-like and when i uh and when so when i was proactive where she doesn't have to actually email me hey can i get these photos she knew she already knew you know and what happened was she was highly impressed with that. And she emailed me back saying, I'm blown away. I've never gotten an email like this from, mm. from, from any vendor before, you know, like and all, all of a sudden immediately I haven't, even, I haven't took one shot for this person. And all of a sudden I'm already like mm. very like impressed. They're already impressed with me. You know, they haven't seen any of my work, you know? And so, uh, so to me, I'm like, uh, uh, I don't even want to get uh, any vendor uh, to that point where they had to even email me to ask them, I asked me, can they, they get photos? They are, I'm being proactive. I'm already letting them know beforehand 
Like, and so, I mean, that basically completely eliminates. And some people, they, um, some vendors, they just don't know how to ask. They don't, that they, they, yeah, they, they, they do need to be more educated. I have worked with vendors that they put my images online and they just don't, they're, they're maybe, maybe older. Social media is newer to them. They don't, they, their heart is like, they're very grateful. But, but if I just like saw they they didn't give me credit and I, and all of a sudden I get a chip on my shoulder like how dare they and that and then I, and um, instead of like hey a person like hey I, um, let me let me show you and they're they're like oh I've been wanting to know how to do this more you know mm-hmm. and again they're they're way more receptive but again I give grace because again my I want my initial reaction uh, to any anybody who I I feel um, normally my initial reaction of of, of I'm going to be offended is almost or that person is malicious, they're trying to do something wrong with me, is almost always wrong, is always wrong. We, we just didn't have the other side of the story. There's a, there's a reasonable explanation. They're willing to change. They're willing to grow. We're willing to grow together. And, uh, and then and we grow, again, we grow that relationship. And that's, that's mm-hmm. what, what um, the, a valuable relationship is, uh, is based on. You know? Yeah, and we have had to educate some vendors about things like this. Oh, several vendors, especially in the Chenda area. Giving grace is helpful because we need grace. You oh, know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We mess up. Well, and I we think don't, it, you know. the, the word here is intent, right? And and I think a lot of times, and I've certainly been guilty of it too, in, in all areas of life, really. Um, it's easy to jump to a conclusion or assumption because mm-hmm. of Rich, as you pointed out, that so-called chip on our shoulder, our ego, our insecurity, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, yeah. uh, without maybe at least taking the time to ask a question or, mm-hmm. or lend a little bit of perspective to the conversation. Mm-hmm. And in your case, you see, you said that you've had conversations with vendors just mm-hmm. to educate them a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Their heart's good. They just didn't know better than to you know not tag you or whatever the case may be. Right, um, right. But I, and, and, and Heather, to your point as well, and, and I of course, I can't emphasize this enough. As I mentioned earlier, I know that there's going to be the the occasional jerk, the person who is going to take advantage, who is entitled. I'm not suggesting mm-hmm. that, that there aren't, but I think, I mean, mm-hmm. in over a decade of shooting weddings, I, I don't know that I ever yeah. ran into a situation like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be the exception to the rule. I, it'd probably be a little bit more prevalent now than, uh, you know, about half of my career was film, half of mine was digital, and as social media has become more yeah. prevalent, probably much more an issue now. But um, I, I would still venture that it's the exception to the rule. And the last thing that we need is to be stressing out or being upset mm-hmm. at right. somebody who happened to to misuse our, our images. Um, I, I think yep. if we take a very proactive approach, it minimizes the possibility of that even happening to begin yeah. with, yeah. Um, even less than, than it w- probably already would have happened. And uh, so I love that proactive mentality. But uh, let's keep going, Rich. Um, You've you've reached out to these vendors ahead of time, uh, begun a relationship at least virtually yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. You shoot that wedding. Now you have images to deliver. Can you just briefly talk us through that that workflow? <laughs> um, it, it depends. Uh, it, it depends on the venue. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the venue and the vendors. Okay, and um, yeah. um, I hope not too many vendors are listening. <laughs> we're being but, honest. We're being honest. This right? This would be an open book here. Yeah. For for cert, for certain venues and certain vendors that I want to work with more, um, I will um, I will go above and beyond um, to get the images uh, to them. Um, um, there has not been unheard of for me to literally hire someone to come on the wedding day and literally edit the images and get them to the vendors before the wedding is over. Um, and so wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And so. Yeah. Uh, um, and and if I'm doing that, if I'm doing that level of service, I'm also letting them know. Um, a lot of times, oh man, a lot of times it's, it's like I get great feedback. Sometimes uh, there's been a couple times I didn't get any feedback at all. I'm like, what? We we and then uh, then you're like, they have no idea what we we went to to get them to them that yeah. fast. So, but yeah. again. But again, uh, they're busy. Maybe they're busy. You know, maybe they're busy. I, I don't. I don't know. But I mean, again. But um, um, I have. I have. Yeah, definitely have. Have given that level of service before, um, and uh, where I'm like, um, I'm like, turn them black and white if you need. To, you know, like don't worry about color. Don't worry about <laughs> like just like we get, we're trying to get that to them as fast as possible. That kind of stuff. So, um, but but yeah, um, and they're also very um, most of the time, most of the time, ninety percent of the time, they're very very grateful and just mm-hmm. blown away by that level of service. You know, because well, no, yeah, that, what, that's. That is a whole different level for sure. Like beyond, yeah, beyond what most people probably even consider. If yeah. if you're not going to that extent though, and and you're delivering images after the fact, is there a particular process? Like when you're going through, Heather, I know that you handle the culling. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're going through and culling images, are you flagging images of particular color, knowing that these images need to go to this vendor, or this image needs to go to that vendor, et cetera? 
Yeah, I try to flag them yellow for vendors in general, and then we can get together a, a shoot proof uh, gallery folder and we'll create a unique link specifically for the vendors. Mm -hmm. And uh, also if we if it's a wedding that we're going to blog, which is not every wedding, um, we will also make sure that that link finds its way to the vendors who can then share that link and uh, share their work because those are photos that we've, if we do put together a wedding blog, we're gonna be including the details from the day, which will pertain to the different Vendors. And so, um, yes, we will flag the images yellow. We will send links to the blog. And um, this is one thing that I really, really love that Rich does. This is a um, this is a brochure that says the wedding experience. It's a it's just a um, it's a a double sided. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if brochure is the right word, but it's like a four by eight. It's like a four by eight made out of really beautiful thick. Um, this is. Uh, cardstock that we get printed it's called soft touch it's it, amazing it feels like, it feels like butter it feels like what <laughs> i want to do i want it such such high quality i'm not going to give them like 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 thin cart you know type i want something that they they're like yeah. oh my gosh every time somebody touches this this paper they're like oh my word that's amazing rich is sitting watching netflix at night and and just holding one of these cards and yes, yes. But, but the, unique <laughs> thing about, the unique thing about these is that rich will actually um state specifically on the back um you know wonderful you've booked your wedding with hell farms we're you know we're thrilled and and then he, he makes it unique to the venue wherever the photo was taken and the photos that go on this were specific to that venue or specific to that vendor that we're delivering them to so it's not it's not like a mass-produced flyer that we can hand out to anybody it's a brochure he gets specifically printed for a venue or for a vendor and then he goes and meets with them in person yeah. and gives them these using images that that took um, from 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 the wedding or whatnot, whatever. And, yeah. And uh, again, like they may or may not uh, hand them out to the to the brides. Um, you know, I mean, like uh, um, I want it so so high quality that they would be like it matches their brand. That like, hey, we're a high end brand. I want. I, I mean, everything they hand to uh, to you know. Um, so this is just another way to encourage a an in person meeting face to face. You're giving them something of value that shows off their venue or their flowers or their cake or whatever and they can hand to their clients and it it it, it makes them look good you know and and obviously it reflects our work as well and so um he will meet in person to deliver these and yeah. and then you know have have conversation have have a you know have a great little meeting with a vendor yeah. so and, and you you were talking about, um you were actually talking about the workflow of getting the images to them um uh, heather kind of mentioned it really quickly um uh, we actually use shoe proof um and um um, and so she proved just really about a couple of months ago, they created a way to, for you to create a, a private, uh, a folder inside of a gallery where no other wedding, um, visitor can see, but only the, uh, and you can give that particular folder specific, um, things like, in, like you can give only that folder people who vote that, uh, get, that go to that folder, they can download the images, but no one else, um, you know, but, and they can be only specific um, um, images you only you that you want the vendor to have, but also reflects your brand. You know, um, sometimes I um, I will um, I would give my entire wedding uh, gallery to um, uh, to wedding vendors, and and they would they would download images. And, uh, and they would put them on social media. And, but I was realizing that they were putting images that they were, they were tagging me, but I didn't want to be known for those type of photos, you know, mm -hmm. like, like group photos, like, like, like this mm -hmm. night, like, you know, so this allowed me to give, give them what they want, but also what I want them to, to have mm -hmm. that would, that would be beautiful. It would, but also reflect my, my brand as well. And so, I mean, I, I, so, so when, when shoe proof, uh, add that little feature that was like a godsend. It was amazing. That's you know? great. And, and Kenny actually popped in and he said, "What site was that?" So that is shootproof.com. Yes, yeah, uh, shoot we, we'll link to it in the notes as well. But if you just go to shootproof.com, um, you can you can see this feature set. 
Yeah. Hey, hey, Kenny, you email me. I'll send you a specific link. They just <laughs> they just figure out how to do associate links. So uh, I like. So uh, there we go. There you go. <laughs> Rich is Rich is going to get those referral goodies then. Exactly. Uh, yes. Exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my referral link. That's what you can put in the show notes. <laughs> that's so fine. I have, I have I have two questions about the delivery of those cards, and and yet again, you guys are impressing me because this is something that uh, is probably largely unheard of from wedding photographers. And I think at least part of it is something that I alluded to at the very beginning of our conversation, was that, which is that a lot of photographers are overwhelmed with busy work that they probably shouldn't be doing, that they should be delegating or at least simplifying and automating. And so the idea of taking time to create a card, ordering it, getting it back, scheduling a time to go deliver it to someone, uh, to a vendor, meet with them in person, um, is just not something that even crosses their mind. So I'm curious, both... Uh, Number well, first of all, how much do those cards roughly? How much do those cards cost? How many do you print? Um, and then secondly, do you do you kind of build these trips to meet with vendors into your week? Like, do you have certain days that you go out and do that? How does how do you work that into your schedule? Yeah, I, I put a lot of priority on, on networking. So, I mean, like, uh, if um, I, I will clear my schedule for for uh, for certain vendor vendors, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, like, if because a lot of times they may be busier than I, or they may not have the flexibility in their schedule that I do, and so if they can only meet, you know, four o'clock on, on a Monday, you know, and um, I, I will I will you know move move my schedule around if I need to. To, uh, to meet with them because again I, I put a high priority on that because again I want to value their time um, but also value um, um, my our our relationship as well you know and so uh, so these um, I, I get these printed at WHCC um, again open book um, and, and again um, the pay, the paper that we use is called soft touch mat and it's yeah. the best thing your your fingers oh, my will word. ever it's, it's just you can get uh, I. Um, but a word, of, a word of warning, okay? I got some business cards um, made of the same stuff, and um, there's um, and so I'm trying. Um, I have you have some in your, in your pocket, and you're trying to like just grab one, and like there's no way they can't all <laughs> stick together with this particular paper. It's not they're they're not really slick, so okay, you don't get okay. you don't get business cards made all this stuff. Okay? <laughs> regular cards, you know. I made that mistake once. I'm like I'm trying to like I like take take the whole bundle out of my pocket just to get one of them. So, um, so there. How you many go. will you order generally? Uh, normally, I order twenty five uh, for a specific reason. I, um, I say here's twenty five. Um, it costs me about twenty one bucks. Okay, mm -hmm. um, um, they're, they're fairly cheap, um, and um, and I and I and I say hand those out when you get um, low. Let me know. I'll, I will bring you more out uh, again. Again, I, I, again establishes if I have newer photos um, mm -hmm. from from that I've worked at their their venue. I will update it. I'll put. Um, some photos I'm even even more proud of uh, on here, mm -hmm. and then so I'm constantly up, updating it and and constantly like going out there and seeing seeing the vendors, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I give basically just 25 of them, um, um, like for but for example, I have um, 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 I have a, a a wedding dress shop, and uh, they were wanting to put all of these into um, pamphlet uh, into a packet. That they were going to give wedding uh, their their brides at a, a, a show, and so they said, I, you know, I was like, and to, and then I just said, how many do you want? You know, like you want fifty of them, hundred of them is yours. You know, and I delivered mm -hmm. to them. They put them, they put them all in and in, um, into mm -hmm. uh, no, actually they they give them to welcome packets. If a, a bride or uh, gets a a, uh, a gown from them, they give a packet to them. And I'm the only photographer in that practice. So it works out great. I mean, again. But you're probably the, the, one of the few, if not the only photographers who've actually made the effort to do something like that, too. Again, proactively. And I think oh, that's well, impressive. But again, I, I, took a, I, could, I took a playbook. I play out your playbook. As I approached them and said, hey, what can I do for you? They said, mm -hmm. we, need, we need headshots. I said, done and done. Don't pay me. This is this is I mean, like I, I want to do this because I have a relationship with you. You know, mm -hmm. most vendors, most photographers and most old school photographers wouldn't even dream about doing that. You know, they, they would be like, hey, my time is worth this much. And I am going I'm thinking long term, you know. So if I if I shoot um, um, their, their headshots and, and it took an it took an hour of my time, they hand this out to every uh, a person who buys a, a gown for, uh, from mm -hmm. them and I book five. I mean, come on, let's do the math. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I'll well, be honest. And, 
Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Heather. I was just going to say for one of our favorite, you know, uh, venues, we just ordered a $450 wedding album for them, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but this is part of the relationship that we have. It just, it just, yeah. So, so if I go to a wedding, wedding, um, and that's, that's true. If I go to a wedding, I'm now everybody's going to be doing this now, but but (laughs) it's it's, it's not cheap. Okay. Now now they'll just be copying you though, Rich. And everybody doesn't know that they're copying you. So, 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 uh, so yeah, um, um, there, there is a, 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 a venue that I absolutely love to work with and they're very receptive. They love me. I love them. Guess what? Um, I go in and see, hey, what are you guys showing? How, like, like, um, walk me through the process of you guys showing um, a potential bride your venue. You know, let, let me see what you, what what kind of stuff y'all 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 show them. What, um, and um, I'm looking at these these photos and albums that these other photographers give them that they got from maybe Shutterfly. You know, for like may, maybe twenty, forty, fifty bucks. You know, um, and I'm like. It looks time like, to step up your game, huh? Yeah. Show them up a little bit. So, so here, here I am, and I, I'll bring You're an like, album. Forget fifty dollars, four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I brought them a twelve by twelve uh, leather album that probably weighs up close to fifteen pounds. Um, wow. To, to, okay. To, to them. And 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 guess which one they show um, their potential clients more over uh, over. Of course. Really, you have a thin album about this thin. You have a thick album about this thick. That weighs about 15 pounds, extremely high quality. Guess which one they're going to show uh, that potential potential client? Because it's going to highlight how incredible and beautiful their venue is. Their, got, their venue that this, is not a cheap venue. Yeah, you know? I, I've got so many inquiries uh, from brides that said, they show me your wedding album. It looks amazing. I want to hire you and I want one of those wedding albums. I mean, like, I mean, I mean wow, that's cool. I haven't talked to them yet. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, and, uh, and, but again, um, that's, that's just what happens with, with, well, this I, is, with, with networking, um, yeah. ideas, so, well, I, this has been good. And by the way, Sarah, Sarah chimed in and said, hello. Hey, Sarah, how are What's you? Hey, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Good to see you. Um, this is, I, I love this conversation because again, it's a beautiful, beautiful example of what a photographer I think should be spending, especially wedding photographers spending much, much more time on and the development of relationships with those vendors who ultimately can bring them business. There's a personal benefit there too. If you're actually making a genuine effort to develop a personal relationship where you have this wonderful connection with the people that you have the opportunity to work with. And Oh, by the way, they're going to also want to work with you and send you more business as you pointed out, Rich. Um, one last question about this. And I have one other kind of networking specific question for you. And then I want to jump to Haley, but um, do you, this, this cost, I mean, you're talking about 20, 25 bucks for those cards. That's one mm-hmm. thing, 450 bucks for an mm-hmm. album. I know you're not going to do that all the time. So um, that's not going to be a, a regular <laughs> expense, but do you all build um, the cost of marketing into, uh, let's say the budget per wedding, or maybe do you have an annual budget for marketing where you, you build these costs in so that it's not a concern? No, no, it's, nope. it's, not, that, it's not that organized. It's okay. Not- okay. No, no, you, yeah, you, you give us way too much credit, buddy. No, um, <laughs> uh, uh, again, we, I think we've talked this, about this before. Uh, Heather and I have just uh, decided a long time ago to, to live way below our means. So mm-hmm. we like, mm-hmm. like, like, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. and, and so we, we, uh, we find, we find things that, um, that, um, we know, that if I can take a four hundred fifty dollars and turn it to five ten thousand dollars, mm-hmm. I mean it's that, nothing. Uh, as, as it's nothing, you know. What I, mean? I mean, like literally. So, um, so um, I, I just basically utilize that. I mean, it's a really, really good investment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I, I tell you, I, I've told I've told so many people I've never done um, a bridal show. I never have. Um, I, I would rather. Uh, instead of spending six hundred, a thousand dollars at a bridal show, mm-hmm. and probably never, maybe get one one wedding, maybe two if you're really really good. Um, mm-hmm. Then I would much rather use that money that I would have put into a bridal show and blow some vendors' minds. Okay, that, uh, through networking, yeah. uh, because again, I can do that all year round. You know mm-hmm. that that relationship all year round. You know. Um, so that's really, really good. I, I think, um, again, a lot of photographers, we talked about the time element of, of this conversation, which is that how am I going to have the time to, to go out and, and 
focus on developing relationships, I have to sit at home and edit my images. Or I was just going to say, you use photographer's edit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and of course, we, we, we laugh and it is funny um, and it may seem a little bit biased, but the reality is that, that editing specifically is mm -hmm. the most time-consuming element yeah. of a photographer, especially a wedding photographer's workflow. If that yeah. goes away, you now have the opportunity to be able to invest that time in things that actually grow your business. And I say this all the time, but it's not a line. It's a reality. I lived it. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, this is a, another wonderful example. Uh, yeah. And you and you and um, Heather Rich, that you're spending, you're you're delegating the busy work so that you now have time to focus on those things that are going to actually drive business your way. And even the notion of spending a few hundred dollars on a, a sample album that translates to value added for that particular relationship, which then translates to a pretty significant return. So yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and one more point that I wanted to make real quick before we move on is that um, he mentioned the bridal show. And I think that bridal shows are great. I think they work really well for a lot of photographers. We have nothing against them. Uh, at all. Um, but the thing Rich, about, Rich, why the thing about we spending... Why you're laughing. Okay. Well, uh, you, you finished that okay. point and I'll tell you why I was laughing. But the point that I was going to make is that, you know, if you as a photographer spend a lot of your marketing um, dollars on something like a bridal show, then you might have some clients who are coming and are, are choosing you, which is great. And that's fine. But when you put your marketing dollars into networking, you get to choose who you want to spend those marketing dollars on mm -hmm. and you get to proactively decide we love this venue and a lot of our ideal clients get married at this venue. And so we want to choose to specifically put our marketing dollars here in this relationship. And so it, it just kind of turns the tables a little bit with how you spend your marketing dollars. It's a little bit less, um, uh, left to chance, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, well, it's a not only, yeah, not only that you're, you're talking about a long-term investment. If you spend, let's say a thousand dollars or $1,500 on a booth at a wedding show mm -hmm. and yeah. whatever other materials and, and samples and so forth that you have to order for that, that's a, that's a one-off marketing mm -hmm. opportunity. And for that matter, kind of a shotgun approach too, right? Yeah. If you're yeah. investing that same amount of money, Rich, as you pointed out in these relationships, which are ongoing, mm -hmm. the return there is going to be so much greater. And again, there's a personal benefit here. I, I think, yeah. um, you know, and we spoke about this, I think, last week, too, that there are some that approach networking uh, with no personal element. Um, simply, this is my job. This is the work I have to do. I'm going to do it, get out and, and move on. And, you know, to each his own. OK, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I personally and I think we could all in some way benefit from enjoying an actual personal relationship with those people that we work with. And I realize that it may not be extremely, extremely intimate relationships, close mm -hmm. relationships where you're always having the deepest of conversations. But um, the idea that that we just kind of go in, we work and we leave. I think we're missing out on a really rich element of life as human beings, which is an opportunity for genuine relationships. If we're going to work with people, particularly in one market on an ongoing basis, why not invest in those on, on multiple levels, personally and professionally? I think it's really, really great. I want to touch on one more um, element of this networking conversation, which is networking meetings. Um, I used to, as a, as a wedding photographer, attend them pretty regularly. Um, I would say at least once a month anyway. Is this something that you guys invest your time in, Rich and Heather? Are they happening as regularly now compared to, say, five or ten years ago? What does that scene look like, and how do you handle it? Um, I mean, I, like we went to a networking. Just, um, I mean, like uh, we just got we went to uh, uh, Kristen's little networking thing the other day. You know, you, you and I did, and um, I mean, which is which is, I mean, like any kind of opportunities like that, I'll, I'll, I will go. You know, um, and um, I normally. Uh, I don't even bring business cards um, there. You know, normally I'm collecting business cards and and like using that. And be like, okay, I'm going to contact them, but um, and be proactive again. But, um, but I mean, it doesn't happen. It, it's not. I mean, the world has changed a lot since in, in, in ten years. You know, so mm -hmm. I mean, like, uh, um, those those kind of uh, wedding planners and vendors that like like um, decide to do these these vendor things, uh, vendor luncheons or get-togethers. It's just not the same anymore. I, I think that so many wedding professionals nowadays they have full time jobs and they do wedding um, stuff on, on on the side. Um, that just um, that that wasn't that's, that's not how it was ten years ago. Yeah, uh, you know. So mm -hmm. um, and we talked about it before. So. And social media has probably had a big impact too. It's just yeah. happening. The yeah. in person stuff is happening a lot less frequently. Is the, the illusion of connection? Um, yeah. The the, uh, the the social social media um, if it makes you. Feel Feel like you have a connection with someone, but in what reality you really don't. And, uh, and I think that's, um, um, and so that's why I, I think in some sense, face to face networking will never go away. 
Um, and so, um, and so, I, and, and, and in fact, I encourage uh, all the other photographers to just have network uh, to have uh, uh, relationships uh, through social media because then they won't be doing what I'm doing. And, uh, and, <laughs> I know. I feel like we've given away all of our secrets today. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what I was laughing about. Okay. So, so Nathan, uh, I, about 10 years ago, um, there, uh, you know, I'm Corey McNabb. He doesn't do photography anymore, but, but he valued networking so much that he would buy, a, um, uh, he would go to what a wedding show, buy a booth, even a double booth and, and, and made it, make it so Profoundly amazing that people were awed by it. But he would he he has he hired someone to man that booth, and what he did was he walked around and networked with all the other wedding vendors uh, because he, he said that's the reason I'm here. I'm here mm -hmm. for those wedding vendors, and to, and and uh, he said what other opportunity am I going to get this many wedding vendors in one one room and I can just go go I I, I mean boom 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 go go go. That's door really door. smart. And, and that's so, really smart. Um, and so um, do you so guys do wedding shows anymore? Is that something oh, I, that I, we've never done a wedding show? Ever. You never have. Okay, I think yeah. maybe you did mention that before. I yeah. I know that when when I was shooting at a much lower price point, it was it was almost a gimme. I mean, I and, and I mean extremely low, like in the thousand dollar or maybe even less mm -hmm. range when I was first mm -hmm. starting out. Um, it was almost a gimme. You could go in there and, and book a bunch. But I, I wonder if wedding shows do draw a lot of the the lower end market uh, in mm -hmm. comparison to especially again these these opportunities for relationships mm -hmm. over the long run with a wedding coordinator who can send clients that fit your price point your yep. way and, and continue to do so even as you continue to change your prices. Of course, that's another advantage of, yep. of these relationships versus something that's just a one-off like a, a bridal show. Yeah. That, and that's a good, that's a good tip too, Nathan. I never have any, um, I don't have any pricing on here whatsoever. I don't want to hand out any kind of pricing on here when if, 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 all, if tomorrow, if I want to um, double my pricing tomorrow, I can easily do that because <laughs> my, my pricing does not exist on paper. Uh, especially at, at a at a wedding vendor, you know, yeah. because again, t tomorrow I can uh, I can call um, a wedding planner and be like, hey, yesterday I was this price point, now I'm at this price point. And you 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 mentioned that several times. You know, that's one of the biggest things about having a relationship, not just with wedding uh, with with um, brides and their friends who are probably normally in the same socioeconomic bracket, but with a with a wedding planner. Like, like she may be getting lower in brides and she may be getting higher in brides. She wants to know who am I going to send this bride to? Um, and, uh, and, and so yesterday she may have sent this bride to you, but today you're going to, she's going to, she's going to send this bride to you because you're a higher price point now. So, I mean, it's just, it's, um, it's, it's easier, it's less stressful to, to, to increase your pricing, um, with, with uh, those, those type of relationships with vendors. So. For sure. I want to hear. Um, I want to hear from Haley. Yeah, I don't know. Haley's been so. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding photography is not really my specialty, so I was going to let y'all handle all of that. <laughs> oh, well, so are you glad that we've Holy been really? Two forty-five. I know. Oh, I was like, gosh. we need to shut it down. <laughs> Rich and I can just I, talk I am, and talk. We I'm are so, so sorry, sorry Haley. No, oh, you're fine. I, I feel like we could have made this into two different uh, episodes, like one on wedding photography, networking, and one on whatever it is that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you're right. A lot of what we said is specific to weddings. It is. So. Because, it is. Yeah. because for me, in-person networking is a huge part of my business. Like going so, out So to Haley, maybe you can kind of give a little perspective um, and how your business differs from Rich and Heather's oh, and then kind of yeah. get into how you approach, approach the process of networking. Yeah, so I'm focused mostly on working with other businesses and all of the people that are running businesses are at networking meetings. Um, they're looking for accountants. They're looking for, you know, people that are going to build their business up, but then also that can, they can send referrals to. Um, so I, I don't know why this isn't a bigger deal because I've been to so many networking meetings and they're like, Oh, you're the first photographer to come, but it's always, I need family photos, which I'm not really a family photographer. I need real estate, um, real estate agents are always looking for photographers at these networking meetings, mm -hmm. but I don't do real estate photography either. Um, <laughs> so I always send them to the, the people in the area that I know are very great at it. Um, they may be a little more expensive than they're expecting to pay, but it's worth the money. Um, but going to these networking meetings has allowed me to meet small business owners that are potentially looking to grow their social media or potentially looking for photos for their website that I can help with. And 
Um, like I mentioned last week in the episode about going and taking pictures of the event, if you're holding that camera in your hand, they know you're a photographer and they're going to come up and talk to you if they need photos. Um, it makes it super easy for you to just kind of put yourself out there without putting yourself out there and having to go run and introduce yourself to everyone because they're coming up to you if they need those photos. Um, and will you actually reach out? Cause this is a, talking about the idea of adding value. It's a great opportunity. If you reach out ahead of time to whoever's heading up that meeting and say, mm -hmm. Hey, do you need photos? I'll bring my camera with me and just shoot, shoot some images at the event. Yeah. So I went to a chamber meeting a couple weeks ago and the way, how it worked was I reached out to a local coffee shop and I said, I, I knew the owner from a previous job that I had. And I said, Hey, I'd really love to come and shoot some uh, photos of coffee for you for social media and just kind of build my portfolio in that sense. Mm. And she said, Oh yeah, we'd love to have you. But we also have this chamber meeting. I feel like would be a great opportunity for you. Um, would you want to come and take some photos of it for me in place of doing that um, coffee, you know, the coffee shots? And I said, well, I'd actually love to do both. And so I took my camera, I went and I met so many different people there that I otherwise wouldn't have met. And they did come up to me and say, oh, you're a photographer. You know, you have this camera in your hand. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see how we can work together, you know, and sometimes it's to benefit their business. Like if they are selling something and they want you to buy it, they'll come and do that. And that's, I mean, that's what networking meetings are for. So I think that's really important. I think really you important. have to, through our earlier conversation, you do have to go to, to these events. I mean, I know that a lot of photographers are, they may be busy, they're shooting all the time. The idea of taking mm -hmm. their camera with them to an event mm -hmm. um, and offering what really is probably going to amount to free photography, at least initially, um, yeah. you have to go in with the right mentality there, which is I'm going to give without expecting anything in return and yeah. maintaining that and doing so consistently over a span of events, let's say, assuming yeah. that you're going to continue to do that, um, is, is what is ultimately going to generate the return on investment of time and effort and energy. Uh, but it, it's that proactive attitude of I want to figure out a way to give versus expecting something in return yeah. um, that I think makes a really big difference. I'm curious about a couple of things. So, I, Haley, and I think you've talked about it on on, these, on the series before, but I know that you're more of an introvert or have introverted mm -hmm. tendencies and a little bit quieter. The idea of you going to a networking event or multiple events on an ongoing basis doesn't really seem like you. Like, How do you go about yeah. the approach or how do you go about stepping out of that? Uh, that kind of introverted shell and meeting people in a way that doesn't kind of stress you out too badly? Well, I think you've kind of mentioned it before as focusing on those individual conversations rather than realizing how many people are in the room. Um, because, I mean, most wedding photographers that I know are introverts, but they're going and they're coordinating, you know, up to 15 people at a time. Well, more than that, if you're doing all the family portraits, you know, scrambling to get them all to do their, you know, do their role, get in the pictures. You can't be introverted in that sense. Like for me, I can be outgoing if I need to be outgoing. Um, it's more of, am I comfortable in this situation? <laughs> so you just have to look at it as who you're talking to in that moment, rather than focusing on the fact that there are 25 people in this room that I could possibly talk to right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, <laughs> um, but just yeah. focusing and, and that's those, a yeah. and that's a great metaphor for life as a whole. I think too. You know, we, we it is ultimately what we make of the situation, and and more specifically, and to your point, what we focus on. Um, that's where our mind tends to go. I, I've uh, I just had the opportunity to go to uh, a racetrack with my motorcycle again, and um, it's something that that they emphasize in racing and riding technique. Uh, over and over again is the significance of making sure that you're not looking in front of you, but that you're looking beyond where you currently are. Because if you continue to look right here in front of you, if you focus in the wrong place to our conversation, um, it's going to be easy not only to get distracted, but ultimately to go the wrong direction. And then you risk crashing and hurting yourself and potentially other people. So where yeah. we put our attention and focus ultimately can make a big, big difference, even when it comes to something like so-called introversion, which, as you pointed out, is, is I think, pretty commonplace amongst photographers these days. A lot of people would claim that that tendency. Um, that's yeah. really interesting. And I'm glad that you point not only this point out the significance of focus, but ultimately that idea of focusing on individual conversations. I think it's powerful. Um, yeah. and something else I'm curious about, too. Do you have a, a, a process, a methodology of meeting people? and capturing their information effectively so that you don't forget it and then can more easily follow up with them after the fact? 
Yeah. So most of the time, like I'm not a big business card person. I have really, I mean, they're bad ones. I don't hand them out. Like I'd rather (laughs) connect on social media or get an email and send it out right then or get a phone number. Um, Otherwise that card's going to go in my bag and I'm never going to use it again. But at most of these networking meetings, they are carrying business cards. um, And that's probably the easiest way to do it. I I don't ask for a business card unless I know I want to talk to them again. Um, Otherwise, I feel like it sets the expectation that you're going to reach out to them. And when you don't, they never want to work with you again Um, just because they were expecting you to reach out. So if I do get a business card, I try following up and just saying, hey, it was great meeting you, um, usually through email. Um, I'm not one to call someone on the phone, (laughs) but uh, just send them an email and say, hey, it was great meeting you. Let me know if I can ever help you or if you, um, you know, want to send me a list of whatever you do. I'd love to send you referrals. And that's that's another piece of networking is they're not just looking for themselves, but they're looking for their friends and their family that might need referrals for things like family photos or whatever it might be. Yeah, you know, I'm amazed. And maybe we've talked about this before, but I'm amazed that we're still here in 2018 and business cards are a thing. I'd, I'd like <laughs> of all the amazing technology that we have, how there is not a kind of a standardized process of, of yeah. um, changing contact information is so yeah. weird to me. But, but uh, guess what? But guess what? I figured out how to make it more personal. Oh, do tell. Oh, so um, so on, on, on the back of every one of my business cards is a different question. Um, and so basically, what I, I basically, before I give them a business card, I, I fan them out and say, hey, every one of my business, on, 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 the, on the front end, it has my contact information, but on the back end, it has a different question, just a question. And so really I say, hey, um, I want to give you a business card, but I wanted to get to know you. I want you to get to know me. And so um, whoever business card you pick out, you read the question and both of us have to answer it. Um, and, um, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, immediately, uh, uh, I've had some great beginning conversations. I, I, you know, like, like one of them, one of them, he, um, one of the questions was, I feel like I should, we should grab one. Uh, what, 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 what was the most beautiful place you've ever been to before? And, uh, and, or, or that you traveled to before or something like that, you know? Um, and, uh, and he, and then all of a sudden, boom, opened up about these amazing travel. I'm like, I'm talking to a businessman and which I had nothing in common with this guy. All of a sudden, bam, we had an immediate connection. We're like, oh, travel. Um, and he was talking about this amazing cruise he took um, through Croatia and like between these two mountains. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was captivated. I uh, talked to him about my travels and like all of a sudden, like we, we had something in common. And guess what? That business card, that business card, uh, like obviously, obviously immediately started a, a relationship, which is, yep. which, again, which I'm all about. So Sarah Borges says, oh, yeah, Rich Smith does have great business cards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. Sarah. <laughs> No, you know, and, and I think this is a great point to end on. Um, Haley, before I do, do you have anything that you wanted to add to, to the points that you were making? Um, not really. I mean, I had other points, but it's okay. But we talked way too long. <laughs> well, look for the bonus show notes. Look for the bonus show notes at bocapodcast.com since Haley oversees our show notes. <laughs> I will say that if you're looking for networking events, There are so many that are, you know, national clubs um, and I can add a few that I attend in the show notes, but then go to Eventbrite and just look up. I think it's like business networking or business events and you can click and most of those companies or those organizations are putting all of their information in there um, just to find uh, just to make it easy for people to, you know, RSVP that they're coming. But then it's also searchable. So that's one way that I found to attend those meetings. Oh, that's really great. Okay. So we'll, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes as well. And, and the point that I just kind of want to end on uh, really two points, I guess, that we can kind of, that kind of sums up our conversation. One rich that you highlighted so brilliantly with your, your business cards, which is uh, the reality, which is that we, we have so much, um, or I say so much, I, I'll, I'll put it out there as at least something in common with any and everyone that we meet. And again, is our, our, our tendency toward introversion, many of us photographers, 
uh, the reality is that we can find something that enables us to be able to connect with another person um, that can start a relationship that not only has the opportunity certainly to benefit our business, but also ultimately to enrich our personal lives as well. Um, and I really think that we need to put more emphasis on that that personal aspect going into it. And Rich and Heather, I, I love that. I love the way that you've exemplified that uh, in your approach. And the last thing, and, and this is something that uh, Sarah actually highlighted a second ago, a, a quote from earlier in our conversation, giving without expecting return. Um, yeah. The significance of going into a relationship or a potential relationship with a vendor with the focus on adding value, the focus outward versus inward, we're not only going to benefit personally from that, but of course, our, our, our business is going to benefit as well. And, and really, at the top of that list should be the other person benefits. And it's just kind of a win-win all the way around uh, versus this kind of something that we talked about earlier, this entitled mentality that it's, it's easy. It's easy to get a chip on our shoulder. And again, I've been guilty of it as well easy to get a chip on our shoulder or let our ego get disturbed in one form or another if we continue to focus outward and focus on adding value to the relationship um everybody's going to win and uh, so i think that's a great way to kind of end the conversation today this has been really wonderful i appreciate you guys so much for making time to share thank you all so much for joining this live session today uh, for those who uh, chimed in and commented and and don't hesitate to come back and do the same next week. For those of you listening on the Book of Podcasts, you can watch the live session and see what what uh, th these cards that Rich and Heather were talking about. If you go to facebook.com slash photogs edit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. And then for those of you watching live or seeing this video, you can go to Boca Podcast, B-O-K-E-H podcast.com and uh, listen to the audio version not only of this series but of course the other episodes that we put out as well thank you guys so much hope you have an absolutely wonderful wednesday yes. see you guys bye-bye bye thank you so much for listening to the boca podcast will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in itunes or the apple podcast app and i'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show my email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.